Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. Today, Tyler Toffoli's former teammates make their way to the Saddle Dome in tonight's showdown. With the Habs heating up, can the Flames cool them down? More today on Locked On Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team. I hope you're having a great week so far. Uh, how are you doing today? I, we're heading towards spring, and that's all I can really ask for these days. Thank you so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts for free, and that includes YouTube as well. Um, You know, we're just hanging out. It's a great time, and it's a lot easier to interact with y'all on YouTube comments comments than it is, say, through, um, you know, Spotify reviews and whatnot. So let's jump into it. The Habs are in town and are probably looking to send a message. I can imagine that they are feeling a little bitter. You know, I would feel a little bitter too if, you know, someone came in and said that they, you know, they t- took my leader and my best player away. The Flames know what it's like to lose a leader, but it didn't hit them as hard as uh, Tyler Toffoli leaving Montreal is. So, you know, they're probably going to come in here, get a little feisty, get a little, you know, like, I don't want to say like crazy ex-girlfriend because that's incredibly like rude and misogynistic. But, you know, they're like some like before he cheats energy, you know. And I don't blame them. But uh, the Habs are not making the playoffs this year. And that's okay because the Flames weren't making it last year. And they, they're they kind of in that, um, I can't even call it a transition period because it does look like a full-blown rebuild. But they're working with what they have at the moment with their new coach, their new general manager, and some new pieces to the puzzle that will probably be added as time goes on. And... Uh, they finally surpassed 10 wins, and I think that's what a lot of fans were kind of hoping for. And, you know, they, they've they been playing pretty good hockey. You know, they've, uh, they've been putting up a good fight. That game against Winnipeg was an absolute blast to watch. I think it was probably one of the more exciting games for the Canadians this season. So I, I'm sure that they're going to come in here and kind of do the same thing. You know, they're going to get a little frisky, get a little competitive. And Cole Caulfield has seriously heated up since Martin St. Louis has uh, come in and just taken over the team. And he, this little ball of fire, this little rocket has come up in the last 11, sorry, in his last nine games has had six goals and five assists. So he is just tearing it up. And that, you know, that this is truly the player I expect to send a message tonight because Tyler Toffoli was just like this guy's mentor and really look he him and Nick Suzuki looked up to Tyler Toffoli so incredibly much if that makes any sense like they really idolized him and you know he was their beacon of hope and light and 
any sort of success and the flames came in and kind of took that out. So um, I'm sorry, but at the same time, I'm not. So (laughs) I think that it's very easy for the flames to kind of look down at their opponents. And I think that, you know, this is kind of what happened against Vancouver as well. Um, because you know, it's going to look, it's going to be a severely lopsided game when you, when you look at their goaltending, even like Carrie price isn't back. Um, Matt Murray, I, I, he really nothing to write home about. So we'll have to see what that gives us. But I, I don't think that the flames can afford to get comfortable here because they tried to do that against Vancouver and we saw what happened. So when it comes to things like that, you just have to keep playing with that competitive edge. You know, it doesn't matter if it's going to be a nine, nine to five game or a nine to three game, nine to nothing game. You just got to fight. And the like I said, the Habs are probably going to put on a performance tonight. They want the Flames to know that they're upset, that they miss their leader. And I would expect nothing less than a physical game. And we're going to talk about this next, but, you know, the Flames can can kind of afford to get a little frisky tonight when you look at Montreal special teams. So, you know, we'll just, we'll take it for what it is and we'll take it at face value and just keep on rolling. It's another game in the season. That's all it is. <laughs> so, like I said, coming up next, we're going to talk about the three things to watch tonight ahead of the Montreal and Flames game. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your best spot for online betting and really has everything you need when it comes down to podcasts, sports betting needs, and news. So, it's a great place to just kind of stay in the loop and stay updated uh, from all of the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet online is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. And the cool thing is, is that it's not just basketball. They do have other sports as well, including hockey, boxing, UFC odds, and of course that March madness. And you know, that is basketball, but you know, we got to, Gotta hype that up. <laughs> Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends at betonline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. One thing that has always, always made me laugh, <laughs> except when it's my team, is when the team is like ranked last because I was putting my notes together for this show. And I was like, mm, la, 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 la. Oh, my God. The the Habs are ranked 31st for uh, penalty kill and power play. And then I remembered that there are now 32 teams in the league. So there, there's still someone worse than them, which is truly commendable. Because I don't understand how you can get worse than the Canadians. But, you know, it's possible. <laughs> and I, like I said, so they're ranked... 31st out of 32 in uh, special teams. So that that's their penalty kill and their power play. That's rough. That's brutal. Uh, you really hate to see it. 
uh, especially when this was a team that made it to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. Uh, but, you know, the Flames could really benefit from this. I think that uh, this is one of those opportunities for them to to really kind of push their buttons because, you know, okay, the Flames draw a penalty. Oh, okay, um, they're going up against a penalty, or sorry, a power play that stinks. And they have a great penalty kill to push out there. Oh, the Habs draw, uh, or the Habs have the uh, Flames go on the pen- uh, power play, rather. Oh, that's great because they're going like they're going up against a really sucky penalty kill. So there's a way to take advantage of this. It, and I don't want to get too comfortable or too. Uh, cocky, but I do think that the Flames have a chance to embarrass Montreal if they get those sort of chances tonight. And I don't think that the Flames need to kind of give into their antics. You know, I think that um, <laughs> it would be very laughable if I said the Flames that, uh, you know, the Flames were the most disciplined team out there and that the and that they're, you know, just this, like, prim and proper team that would never get physical. Because that is a laughing joke. And if I ever said something like that, I would assume that y'all know to call the police and tell them I've been kidnapped. Because that is a bright red flag. But the fl- the the flames are going to get under the hab skin. So what they need to do is just kind of allow the habs to be a little more more aggressive in front of the refs. You know, don't get caught. And if you got to put on a show, you got to put on a show. And if you get fined, I would say I'd use my ad revenue for this show, but that's not putting a dent in your, like, $7,000 fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know what I mean, though? Like, it's not, um, it's not the worst thing if the flames act up a little bit. But keep it contained sort of deal. Um, and keep up that strong offense because I don't I don't really want to see these Flames get embarrassed again. And if the Flames are, again, able to take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to them, they can do that. They will absolutely be able to dominate. And like I mentioned in the first segment... I believe it's Matt Murray and Nett, and if it's not, it's a backup who I don't know who they are. So that's <laughs> uh, kind of a good thing for the Flames. I would uh, assume that things are going to go well in their favor tonight. Um, it's just you can't get comfortable. We We can't see more of the behaviors that – we saw in Vancouver. You don't want to sit there and and lose. You don't want to get embarrassed. And yes, this is going to be a lopsided game, but let the lopsidedness, like the the good side, that good positive side come from you and don't get embarrassed. I think that is truly like the main theme. Like you cannot allow yourself to get embarrassed out there tonight against the uh 13 kajillion and like 5 Habs, you know, like they're one of the worst teams in the league. So remind them of who they are (laughs) and don't let them go home and say things like, oh, well, you know, it would be 
so silly of us to think that we stink when we just beat one of the best teams in the league. No, sit down. You were served your humble pie last week. Now serve it back to them. You know, like that's, I think that is one of the best things you can do here. (laughs) Uh, I'm so sorry, Cole Caulfield and uh, Nick Suzuki, but you know, (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I don't think that it's necessary uh, to go easy on these guys just because it's Tyler Toffoli's former team slash a, a sucky team. I think this is a fantastic chance to just put on a clinic against them. But coming up next, we're going to talk about the players to watch. And uh, there are probably some real obvious choices here, but you know that I love to hype up uh, our players more than anything and uh, stick around to find out who's next on Players to Watch. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts because it's free. And please don't forget to follow me on Twitter. It is on the screen right now at Just Belmosto. The way I do my Player to Watch segments um, are based on kind of who... Who has been performing? And I try my best to avoid the top line because we know how special that top line is and it would just be redundant and silly of me to just come on here every day and say, okay, here are your players to watch. Johnny Gaudreau, Elias Lindholm, and Matthew Kachuk. All three of them are great players. They really bring the offense to a new level and have to be one of the best teams in the league. No, that's silly. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of my breath. It's a waste of your time. So hopefully you haven't clicked off this podcast yet. But (laughs) Andrew Mangiapane is my first player to watch tonight because he is pushing 30 goals and has been on absolute fire in these last five games with five points in his last five games. And he had a multi-point game um, the other night against... Who did the Flames play? Oh, my goodness. The Wild. That's who it was. <laughs> yeah, he had a multi-point outing against the Wild. And it was – he – like, to watch this kid go from, like, this, like, scrappy, like, 21-year-old to 24-year-old since I've started, like, covering this team has been so much fun. Because I I knew there was something special about him. And if you go back – for some godforsaken reason and listen to some of those first episodes, I was ride or die for him. And this isn't me like saying like, oh, and I I was I was a fan of him before he was cool. No, like this is me like reverse gatekeeping. I'm saying, please like this player, get market him, do something with him. Uh, you know, I think it would be so cool to watch him hit 30 goals, especially in a contract year. His agent is a really nice guy. He's fun to talk to, a pleasure to, um, you know, chat with. And I think that he does really great interviews. So uh, Andrew Mangiapane, I say that he's the first player between him and Matthew Kachuk to get to 30 goals. Uh, I hope that they both reach it. I wish that everybody on the team would reach 30 goals. <laughs> but obviously, that is not possible. But uh, I I think that he's going to – he just – the way that he possesses the puck, like his puck possession skills are very um, great. I, <laughs> watch it from a critical lens tonight and not just like a 
I'm here. I'm I'm hype like Flames fan tonight. I tell you guys, watch the game. Watch at least one game a week um, from a critical aspect. And you'll start noticing things a little bit more. And that's why I think we just need to just hype him up. And I'm sure that he'll be a name on the all-star ballot within the next two years. So I don't know. Just saying, Andrew Mangiapane, always putting on a show. And next up is Cole Caulfield because this kid has just done a complete 180 since uh, Ducharme has left the team. (laughs) Uh, You know, he's seeing a decent amount of playing time. He has lit up the offense. He has found the back of the net uh, in career high times. And it's just, it's so good to see. Yesterday, I logged on to hockey, uh, hockey reference to grab stats for the show. And, you know, you just see, like, these headshots of, like, tall, grown men. And then you just see this tiny square with tiny Cole Caulfield. And I was like, oh, I don't even have to, like, hover over that to see who that is. That's Cole Caulfield. But, you know, I think that people who wrote him off as a bust are hysterical. They don't know what they're watching. And to write a player off... Uh, this early in their career after the weird adversities that uh, the really up-and-coming players in development have had the last few years is just it's so silly and just doesn't make any sense because they haven't really had the potential or chance to be like reach their full potential or even have like a normal season so I don't know what you're watching. But yeah, again, I just think that Cole Caulfield is just fantastic. I love that kid. Fantastic. Um, If you want more Cole Caulfield hype, uh, obviously go listen to Lockdown Canadians. Tyler Toffoli is my third and final player to watch. Um, Again, like I said, these are kind of obvious choices here, but I think that he is always fun to watch. Do not get me wrong, but there is something special. <laughs> I don't know what goes through his brain or his bloodstream, uh, what sort of pep talk he gives himself before he plays a former team of his, but he goes into, like, sicko mode, especially if you watch him against Vancouver. And um, not not this last game. Don't, don't do that. But if you look at his career highlights against Vancouver, it is pretty interesting how that happened uh you know he wasn't a canadian for too long i mean he's he was born a canadian he still is technically canadian you know but he's um he was not a montreal canadian (laughs) sorry i like to make myself laugh and hope you find humor in my dad jokes but uh you know i think that he was just really respected and this guy has never been a problem he's a problem for other teams but he is so highly respected in every locker room that he goes into that it's just absurd I've never seen a more likable guy uh I I don't know. I just I think that he's fantastic and he has had some fantastic outings since joining the Flames and um, I know this isn't like a personality contest, but he's given some great quotes and talked about how he wants Nick and Cole to buy him dinner because uh, he's bought them plenty. So I think it's funny. I think he's great. And you can't ask for too much more. He's just really the full package. And 
Dodger has the coolest dad out there. So thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto, your host, and I will have a co-host joining me a few times a week now. If you saw on Twitter, Audie James from the Barn Burner show will be jumping on to uh, converse some Flames talk with me every once in a while. So make sure to stick around for that. And I will see you all next. Nope, I will see you all tomorrow with some Jake Jabrusk talk as well as our usual winners and losers of the week. Bye.